Good morning, podcast listeners, or good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Uh, this is Eric Anderson, host of YXC Underground. I am currently walking through Rotary Park on the Mewasin Valley Trail. It's Sunday, March 27th. It's a little colder than I thought it was going to be. I should have dressed a little bit warmer, but um, it's a brisk spring morning <laughs> on a Sunday morning. And the reason why I'm walking on the Miwasin Valley Trail is that I have a very special bonus episode to share with you. And it features an amazing woman named Frances Sridhar. And um, I, I know her as Fran because uh, Fran married my cousin Greg many years ago and Fran has been a longtime friend. And Fran has been doing something really amazing these last two years during the pandemic and that is raising money for the Miwasin Valley Authority as well as the uh, Canadian Mental Health Asso- Association and how she's been doing this is that she's been walking and walking and walking the trails uh, every day uh, averaging about 3,500 steps a day and um, she reached a goal she set a goal of walking 1 million steps uh, I think it was either during the year or during the pandemic and she reached that goal and raised a, a whole bunch of money and uh I'm, I'm just so proud of her and and Fran has been all over the media doing you know sharing her story and rightly so because I think what she's doing is really inspiring for lots of people and raising money for two incredible organizations in our community. Um, Fran had so much success that she has uh, raised her uh, goal now and so we're going to do one last uh, push to um, to help her get as much money as she can for her goal. So that's why uh, we have this little bonus episode of the podcast. Plus, it's just lots of fun to speak with Fran. Um, it's it's a really interesting conversation. I, I was hoping that we were going to be able to do like a walk and talk on the Miwasin Valley Trail. But the day that we had free, which was a few weeks ago in March, cripes it was cold. It was, it was really cold and windy. And we were texting each other that morning and, and said, Ugh. We don't want to go outside and do this. It's way too cold, <laughs> which is the right call. So, um, so we did it at Fran's house and just had a really interesting conversation about, you know, why she's doing this, why she's so passionate about it. Um, but also, we get into the, uh, you know, a little bit about the the joy of walking, um, how it's helped her during the pandemic, and uh, and then we also talk about too. And this gets a little bit nerdy, but um, the the pros and cons of wearing headphones while you're walking. The trails and just going out for a walk in nature period because um, that normally I wear headphones um, you know and listen to music or a podcast but um, after listening to Fran I might have to change my uh, my habits um, so I, I want to share with you this bonus episode of YXC Underground featuring Fran and uh, I'll put links in terms of where you can donate to Fran's uh, campaign um, to support mental health in our community and also to support the Miwasin Valley Authority um, just two really wonderful organizations, causes in our community. And um, I hope you enjoy our conversation. It really was a pleasure speaking with Fran. Um, I've, I've known Fran for well over 20 years and um, I've, I've never had a chance to really chat with her like this. So um, this was lots of fun. So yeah, I hope you enjoy our conversation. I'm almost to my car right now. So I'm gonna go <laughs> sit in my car because like I said, I did not dress appropriately and my hands are cold. So Fran, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'll put links everybody to uh, where you can donate uh, to Fran's uh, campaign. And uh, yeah, I hope you're doing well out there. A new episode does drop in April and I hope you like it. Um, but first, I think you'll really enjoy this episode uh, with Fran. So Fran, take it away. Hello. I'm Frances Sridhar. I am a Saskatoon resident since the 70s. 
I'm a clinical social worker and I've been working in the field of mental health for a very long time, just over 20 years, and also doing hospital social work. And that's a little bit about me. Um, I'm excited to chat with you a little bit today because you're doing something that's, I think, really awesome. Um, can you explain what you have been doing, Fran, um, throughout the pandemic and maybe how the idea came to you? Well, since the very beginning of the pandemic, that was March of 2020, which feels like about five years ago, <laughs> I started feeling frazzled and I started feeling quite isolated when we were in full lockdown. And so I would go for a walk almost every day and I started to notice how much of a difference that made. And we're talking about March and April and May, and this was when everything was locked down in Saskatoon. People weren't really going out, uh, and we had all pivoted to working either online or to finding a way to work very differently. And so my daily walks, either at lunch or before work or after work, they just became this bright spot in my day and they became something that I looked forward to and a sense of purpose because we really weren't able to do much of anything. There were no vaccines, we didn't know anything and everyone was quite stressed and I think many of us were feeling quite anxious. So I used the walking to cope. And then as I was walking and I got through, I think until about September, I started to look at my step count and realize how many steps that was. And I think I had a flicker of a thought of, I wonder how many months or how many days it would take to get to a million steps. And I started to break it down and have a look at that. And when I broke it down and thought 52 weeks in a year with two weeks off in case you get sick, in 50 weeks, I could probably walk a million steps. And I would do that and that would be my goal. So I needed some meaning and some purpose in the pandemic. And then the idea just came to my mind. I'm going to contact Miwasan because I'm always out on the Miwasan trails. I've used the trails since I was a little kid. I would explore everywhere <laughs> across the city from the south to the north, right? Everywhere out to Ferdale and now the Northeast Swale. And always go for these beautiful walks. And I thought, Miwasan definitely needs some support and mental health. We're all struggling in the pandemic. So that was in 2020, 2021 and 2021. Oh my gosh, I've lost a year there. And so I was able to contact them and ask, could we do a fundraiser where I walk and people collect money or I collect money or we set up a website and let's generate as much interest about the connection between physical and mental health as much as we can and raise money for these two organizations that traditionally have been underfunded. And I believe very strongly and very passionately about that connection between physical and mental health. So it was just a natural fit. They jumped for joy. They said, let's do it. And I did it in that one year and I got to my goal and surpassed my goal and hit 1,111,111 steps. And that was year one. And this year I decided I need to do it again because here we are in another pandemic year with different restrictions and different stressors. And now we have vaccines, uh, but it's been a challenging year in the family and we've had to isolate and to protect others. And so I needed it again for meaning and for purpose and contacted Miwasan and contacted CMHA again and said, do we want to do it again? Yes. So we'd like to make this an annual fundraiser. Were you an avid walker before all this, friend? 
I did walk. I think I walked intentionally and I did always walk on Miwasan, but I did not set a goal like this. So I was starting to set the goal of 3,000 to 3,500 steps per day. And as I did that, that would work out to about 15 to 20 minutes, depending on how brisk my pace is. And it felt very manageable, right? It felt like that bright spot and that stress reduction. And it felt like something to look forward to because there are days I will, I will flat out admit there are some days where just getting the shoes on and getting out the first probably two blocks, I don't want to. I'm not interested. <laughs> the motivation is gone. The initiation is really hard to start up. And inevitably, no matter what my mood is when I start, it is always better when I end and my energy shifts and I'm often engaging in mindfulness and really noticing what's happening around me. So I've seen bald eagles. I've seen funny little creatures running around on the riverbank that I don't even know what they are. Um, I have seen a deer and then I have seen all sorts of other wildlife just around owls uh, and the Miwasan is full of it. Right, So it's been a lovely way to be brought into the present moment. And then in addition to that, it's nice to see people. So sometimes I'll go for a walk with someone and that provides you know, a break from the isolation in this pandemic. And sometimes just a friendly hello and a pet of a dog, right? That's what it takes to get you through the day some days. The pet of the dog. Big time. Um, the, you you said something off the top um, that I wanted to ask you about. You mentioned about how you, you the, in the first few months of the pandemic, back in March 2020 and into April and May, like you, you just knew, like, I think you used the word frazzled. And I'm wondering because you you are a mental health professional and I, and I know like you're you're so attuned to how how you were feeling. When, when you first started to walk, like was it right away, friend, that you realized, okay, I'm like, this is working, I'm feeling better? Or did it take a few walks to sort of feel the, the benefits of it? I think it definitely took some time. Um, I like to walk and I've always been a person who enjoyed walking, but it took a while to notice things like walking as a rhythmic activity where we're using both parts of our brain. We're going sort of back and forth. It's bipedal motion. It can be very calming. And there are some times where the brain is active and we're actively working things out and thinking. And then there can be times where we're such more, so much more passive and the brain is just relaxing and maybe not even thinking and there's a mental break. So I started to put those things together after I'd been walking for a few months is that there's this rhythm and there's this re-regulation and there's this mindfulness that comes even when I don't want it, right? Even when it's hard to get out the door, um, even when it takes every bit of last energy in minus 50, you know, to get out for 10 minutes, that inevitably there's something that happens inside that regulates everything. Wow. Mm -hmm. Was that... Um... Like that, that's fascinating to me. Was that fascinating to you as well as you're realizing this as, as you're walking? Well, it is, it is kind of interesting because when you think about meditation, right, you think about sitting on a mat or you think about lying down and the fingers and hands and legs are in a position. And so I hadn't thought of walking as that meditative or I hadn't thought of it traditionally as mindfulness. 
usually when I'm thinking about mindfulness, I'm thinking about yoga, I'm thinking about breathing, I'm thinking about those types of activities. But I'm realizing that mindfulness can be active, right? It could be the act of making a cup of tea and slowing it down and noticing the smells and noticing the rumbling of the pot and noticing all of the steps that it takes to get to that first taste. And I hadn't thought of walking that way until I started doing it every day. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just so interesting. Um, this is a really dorky question, but on, on your walks, um, do you listen to music or to podcasts or are your, are your ears free of headphones and you're just, you're listening, you're nodding your head. Yeah. Well, it, it is, it's funny because I think initially, you know, back 10 years ago, I would always have headphones on mm-hmm. so that I could, you know, have a pace or an intensity and it would be more like a workout and I'm doing air quotes. This is very different. Um, I found in the pandemic because we had pivoted to online work because I spent so much time in front of a screen and because being in front of a screen your the voices sound different or using headphones there's a, a magnitude that comes with doing that online work that when i went out walking i wanted silence and i wanted to listen to the different bird calls and i wanted to hear the crunch of the snow because it always sounds different depending on what you're walking on and so it became so much more of a mindful activity I'm just thinking to um, uh, a podcast that I discovered about 18 months ago. It was right during the start of the t- pandemic, and it's an author in the state of Washington. And all the the podcast is just him walking, and it's the it's the sound of him walking. And I know for some people, it's like this is the most boring 50 minutes I've ever heard. But for me, it was it was so fun. It's it's it takes you to a place. And so the the fact that you're like you're you're really there. You're really on the trails. You're, you're hearing everything. I just think that's so cool. Well, and that's beautiful that you, that you put it that way, because I think so many of us, we might have one of those error pods or a nest or, you know, something that you say, Hey Siri, play forest sounds. Right. And, and it's very helpful when you're in your home. And then when we're outside of our home, we don't make that time to immerse ourselves in nature. And I would go out to Ferdale, which has extensive trails and listen to the cranes, listen to the geese, listen for ducks. You'd always hear different dogs barking and have a lot of dog visits and a lot of pets. And it's lovely. But even, um, you know, as you head out towards places like around the Chief Mistawasis Bridge and the Swale, you can hear so many animals if you just stay attuned and present. And that's why I think that the walking now is much more meditative. I still get a workout, but it's not my focus. It, it's so, it's so neat that um, you know people people will listen to forest sounds in their in their home, and then when they're out in nature, it's like I got to put on, <laughs> I, and I'm guilty of that. I like when I go for a walk, I put on my headphones, but I should leave them at home, Fran, shouldn't I? Well, you know, there's nothing that's wrong. Everybody chooses something that's a good fit for them. So sometimes you want a high intensity experience. So you put on your favorite music and you go walk to Arcade Fire, right? (laughs) And so I know you love them. And then other times you might decide that you want to be listening to something that's very smooth and easy and it might be jazzy or classical. And sometimes we just need that silence and that connection to our body and that connection to the environment and even just that connection to the rhythm that's happening within us.
That was very nice. I like how you put that. Um, you you have mentioned a lot of places um, that that you've that you've been walking to. Is is there, friend? Is there a place or perhaps a, a specific walk that maybe stands out to you for for whatever reason that um, comes to mind right away? Maybe as a, um, a maybe not a, a, a favorite, but some place that has maybe a little bit of special meaning to you. There, there are many places. I mean, I think around the train bridge and the weir, that holds a very spa uh, special and long-term space for me uh, because I've been doing that since I was a child. Uh, we would always go to the Mendel Art Gallery and, and make our walk from that parking lot down to the train bridge. Um, more recently, it, it's been the trails out around Ferdale. And also Gabriel Dumont Park is one of my favorite because it's a nice longer walk. And in the summer, I'll go paddleboarding, so I often launch from there. But to walk from there all the way through that new underpass that goes under that other train bridge is a lovely walk. We've actually seen beaver as we look down, navigating their way underwater like little ghosts. You can see that from that overhang, and, and that was fascinating. And then another walk that a lot of people don't do that I absolutely adore is around the Riversdale neighborhood where we have a beautiful pagoda, we have jingle bells and a beautiful art installation that you can hear and see and stand under and experience. And that whole pathway leading out to the Victoria boat launch is one of my favorite walks because you get to look across the river, you get to come in and look at downtown from a very different angle. And it's a lovely space. And I always stop and watch the skateboarders. I just think they're great. I can never be able to do that, but no, but it's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful skate park too. And they and they do, yeah, they do awesome things. I, I it just got me thinking, um, because you've you've explored so much of the of the city during this pandemic, are are there things about Saskatoon that you've you've learned about the city and the community? Hmm. I really have to think about that. I think everybody in the pandemic seems more friendly and more open. I've seen so many more people over the pandemic actually engaging in eye contact, actually stopping and saying hello, or having a little chit chat or making an effort to stop with their dog and have a connection. Because many of us, I think, have been isolated for a long time. I've also seen a huge increase in the amount of people who are actually out doing things in the winter. And that's been fantastic to see. It feels almost Scandinavian where you embrace <laughs> winter. And uh, I don't remember what that, how to pronounce that word, but just that comforting, cozy, you know, let's go out even though it's cold, right? We're going to bundle up and we're going to do something. So I have learned, I think that Saskatoon is a very warm and friendly place. And these trails that Miwasan have done, they are unparalleled. There is nothing like that in a lot of other Canadian cities. We need to protect it. And it provides such a habitat for wildlife. I think it's so very important. So that connection with nature, with Saskatoon and the Miwasan, I look at that and I think this is a jewel. This is something that many cities do not have. We are very fortunate. And anything I can do to help raise some funds for them as well would be good. Um, that leads perfectly to my next question. Where, um, where, can people, where can people donate? What do they have to do? Okay, so this year we set up a Facebook page and it is called Million Steps for Mental Health. 
And if you go to that Facebook page, there is a discussion tab and very clearly there are two spaces where you can do donations. So what I love about this is you can choose which organization to support or you can support both. So there are direct donation links there and all you have to do is put in the um, donation subject line, Million Steps for Mental Health 2022. And the money goes directly to all funds are going to mental health or going to Meewasan Valley Authority. And it's Mental Health, the Saskatoon branch. This helps to provide um, more services, right? More support groups, more education and service that they need to do as well. And for Meewasan, all of this money is just going towards whatever they need because I think they're both underfunded and need some support. Final question for you. It's a very hard hitting question for you, Fran. Um, how excited are you for spring? Oh, I am beyond excited for spring. This feels like the longest, most roller coastery winter that we've had. And I've lived here a long time, right? I'm used to I'm used to it being steady and cold. And we have a predictable two weeks where it's minus 50 and then we're done. This has been just dramatic up and down and all around and the wind changes direction every 12 hours i swear so yes i am looking forward to spring immensely oh that was that was a wonderful wonderful answer i, I hope listeners can feel how animated fran was in that answer <laughs> the my wind. husband always bugs me and says i should have been a climatologist because i'm obsessed with the weather the wind does change every 12 hours Oh, this place. Friend, I think the world of, of what you're doing and obviously of you as well. Um, I've had the privilege of knowing you for a long, long, long time. And um, I, I, what I think you're doing, especially um, for CMHA and, and, and Miwasan, is just um, worth celebrating. So um, thank you for your time today. And, uh, and I hope uh, you're able to raise lots of money for two wonderful organizations. Well, thank you very much. And I also want to, uh, I, I obviously want to acknowledge what's happening in Ukraine and also ask people to support the Red Cross or UNICEF or whatever organization you think is going to be the most helpful because life is getting very complicated and it's very challenging and we want to support everyone that we can. I'm just happy to do a little bit locally. Oh, that's very nicely put. Thank you, Fran. Thank you.